Hello, Lindley. Hi, Marty. How goes it? You know, nobody's vandalized my front door, so <laughs> better than you? Yet. Um, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, uh, to anybody listening, we're here to do a little uh, post-mortem on the election. And uh, and what what you just said to me uh, will definitely be a topic of uh, yeah. a conversation here. Um, hi everybody, welcome to OKC Span Podcast Edition. Got another phone call between Lindley Faye Smith uh, and me, Marty Piercy, Togos at large. Mm-hmm. Um, hi Lindley, are you feeling all right? Just general, like, kind of listlessness. Mm, hmm People are so mean. It's kind of fucked up, huh? It's, it's really fucked up. I mean, last night I just put my phone down, literally face down, considered throwing it in the Lake Hefner, but didn't. <laughs> didn't want to Uber out there. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd have to, get, <laughs> have to get a ride share to get to Lake Hefner and throw your phone in. And then how would you get a ride share back? Uh so, yeah, uh, obviously, everybody who would listen to this knows that the vote uh, to create a penny sales tax to fund the building of an arena that will cost at least $900 million, which means way over way over a billion, Um that that passed yesterday, resoundingly passed, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like, there's no there's no arguing about it. There's no speculation that something nefarious was afoot. No, I mean, it, it just, it was a blowout. My 60-40 uh, was way off. Yeah, go figure, huh? Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> I've seen that kind of margin uh, very often in my life. Uh for things that had opposition. Um, oh, boy, such as the opposition was. But, yeah, I, you know, there's not much to say about how it went. I mean, I thought it would be, obviously, I thought it would be a lot closer than that. Uh, but I underestimated the willingness to show up for this uh, among a large portion of the voting public, and that's, uh, that is what it is. I, perhaps I was short-sighted, but uh, I don't think I was. I think a lot of people showed up to vote for this who aren't really regular voters that much, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad something could get them actually interested in having a say in civic life in Oklahoma City. I wish they had had a better say than they did, but whatever. Um, but and boy, the aftermath. A bunch of faceless white men who <laughs> showed up. <laughs> Man, I uh, yeah, I it, it feels that way. I mean, I saw a tweet that said uh, men with a certain complexion, um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much you know men who uh, have profile pictures of them wearing hats. I don't know uh, the. Uh, the vote is what it was. 
I didn't, I wasn't sure which way it would go. I thought it would be closer, but I'm not surprised it passed. I am surprised at the margin. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a huge blowout, and I didn't anticipate that. I mean, that's really significant. Um, and, you know, uh, it is what it is. I, I, you know, I could say, I could talk some shit about it, but it does, what's the point? I mean, it passed, and I don't think it was fixed or anything, so there's not much to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm not about a denier. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I don't think it was stolen any more than the last one. Uh, I mean, the last one, the last presidential one. So, uh, but boy, the aftermath has been cool, cool, oh cool. Gosh, it's terrible. Have you gotten any shit online? No, because I've kept my mouth shut since yesterday when I told it said that all the hot people were voting. No. <laughs> I will stand by that. <laughs> That's true. No, I agree. I agree. The hot people voted no. Um, yeah, the shit talking started early. Um, you know, Joe Beth and I went to vote. Uh, it's funny. I actually had an altercation. It's not shocking that I had an altercation, but I had an altercation at my polling place. And it was not about the arena. <laughs> what happened? I uh, so I was I I vote in the same place. Have been for what ten years? About almost ten years. Not quite, but almost ten years. I've been voting in the same place downtown, and it's been one of the poll workers has been there every time I've voted. And by the way, I've voted in every election since I moved here, except for uh, the election where it was a Valentine's Day when when David Holt was first elected and he was running against, honestly, just a warm body to occupy that spot. Like that there was never anybody that was going to vote for that other person. I didn't have an opinion about Holt at that point because I didn't really know anything about him except for he was tall um, <laughs> and that Forrest Bennett seemed to like him. Uh, that's the only things I knew about him then. So I didn't, I didn't care, but yeah, I worked. Uh, we were doing curbside Valentine's flowers, and so I was at work before 7 and at work until after 7. So I didn't get to vote that day, and it didn't matter. Um mm-hmm. In fact, it was better uh, for – anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, it's the only time I haven't voted since I moved here. Um, and this lady has been there every time. And she's fairly curt most of the time. Uh, and I am charming and charismatic, so it bothers me when people are curt and don't respond <laughs> to my charm and charisma. But uh, eventually, I've won her over. Um, just whittled away yeah but i will say that her curt demeanor plays into this but like i walked in uh joe beth voted first uh while i stayed out with the dogs and then i came in to vote and she stayed out with the dogs and uh as we were walking in uh as another person's a poll worker who i who i actually know uh on a personal level um and they said hi, and I said hi to them and said hi to the, the poll worker who didn't ask my name. I actually uh, wasn't paying attention, and I handed her my debit card, and she made fun of me. You know, she was like, 
It's like, I appreciate it, but that doesn't have any sway here or something to that effect, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wrong one. Uh, uh, but, like, we all joked around a little bit, talked about the dogs, because one of them said, what, you and Joe Beth coming on a different schedule? And, I, and, and this lady said, well, somebody's got to watch the dog. And I said, two dogs. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so we had a little chuckle about that, and I got my ballot and said, in classic Marty style, I haven't even thought about how to vote on this yet, and and they laughed, and one of them said, well, you've got plenty of time, there's no lie, you've got plenty of time to read the ballot language and make up your mind. So anyway, I vote, as I'm putting my ballot in, another person has come in and I didn't hear the first thing that was said, but he was holding his phone, and I just heard her say something about paper, and he raises his voice and says, it's a perfectly acceptable and valid form of ID. Uh, and I just looked up, and and he was getting very excited uh, in a negative way about the uh-huh. fact that she had asked for paper ID instead of on his phone. She didn't reject it. She said she'd prefer which, you know, that's not really that's not really her business. Fine, whatever. It's a valid ID. That's what the rules are. I don't know if training from the election board has been effective enough, but she simply said that. And I didn't hear her tone. Like I said, she's traditionally pretty curt, but he went off about like her having it, giving him attitude about this. And, oh, and my I gosh. Said, I, right. And me being who I am, I said, dude, did you just come in here looking for a fight? And he said, no, but she blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, why don't you just calm down and vote and get the fuck out then? <laughs> and, uh, and I walked out and I told Joe, but I was like, man, I wanted to fight this guy. I, like that just pissed me off. This guy was reading a real dick and we – we decided to walk. We always take a picture after we vote, and we decided mm-hmm. to walk away from the front of the place just so that I wouldn't continue this altercation because we all know that I am my temper's hot and I'm a raw nerve these days. So mm-hmm. we walk down the stairs, and I'm telling her about it. And now he comes and comes down there and talks to us. And I think he was coming to say. Listen, I'm not being an asshole. This is what happened. But he was being such a dick about that. And I was like, I really, Lindley, I tried so hard to just be good Marty and like to de-escalate it and just like, well, you know what? You're right. I didn't hear how she said it. And maybe, maybe it, maybe it was something that would bother me too. But like, I just don't think raising your voice people are volunteers people who are volunteers uh, I don't think that's appropriate. And he's like, well, I don't think it's appropriate. And I was like, all right, well, we've agreed on that, that that might not be appropriate, but that you answered in kind. And Joe Beth kind of went in on him a little bit too. And I, we, we didn't come to blows. It didn't come anywhere near that, and that's good. Uh, we eventually I said, okay, we're going to disagree. And she said, just contact the election board. Said, I'm, I will. And like, okay, good, good, goodbye. Uh, yeah, I just, boy, though, what a great way to start the day. And I, like, I should have known from there, like, okay, so this is going to pass and everybody's, everybody's going to be an asshole. And I said this last, last week, right? That this is rest in peace. My mentions, uh, yes, (laughs) boy. I mean, so it, she posted a picture of us 
after voting. And, uh, boy, it started there. Oh, my gosh. Those are the kind of people where I just want to be like, who hurt you? Like, yeah. Yeah, somebody I, asked me that, and I was like, mm, their mom, I guess. I don't know. Childhood <laughs> um, <laughs> trauma? Yeah. One time in getting on the L, I held the door uh, for somebody, and they just breezed right through and didn't say a word to me. And I said, well, things would be nice. And my girlfriend at the time goes, hey, you're not their mother. And I said, no, their mother already failed them. <laughs> I still oh feel God. that way about people. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just so ugly. Uh, and, you know, listen, I, Lindley, I know I have not been super nice. I have not been above a few ad hominem attacks on some of the, you know, against some of the people who I really dislike, who have been in the yes camp. But for the most part, I just want people to understand why I'm against it and the fact that there's no talking about that with people. It's really, that's, I've let that get to me. Uh, And so I've been a dick to some people. And now people want to be a dick to me. Fine. That's not unfair. I do think you want to talk outside of your neck. You better be prepared for consequences. And this is the consequence I get for talking outside of my neck, right? But like, for some reason, the one that really irked me was the lost ogle. I don't. I mean, that should be no surprise that the lost ogle is irking me. But I was like, stop. Now, listen, that guy's just an asshole. Nobody, honestly, uh-huh. nobody likes the guy, and it's made him increasingly petty as the years have gone by. I. Only recently learned his name, uh, mm-hmm. and it's Patrick. And if anybody's mm-hmm. friends with Patrick, tell him on the podcast. I said he can go fuck himself. I don't care about him. Uh, my his great contribution to Oklahoma City is when he referred to me as a left wing journalist riding my little bike around. Oklahoma oh, that was City. him that said that, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess and, we can thank him for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's in my Twitter bio now. I actually credit <laughs> him. <laughs> but uh, so I did, didn't really bother me. I, mean, I was just like I found it annoying. Uh, it's when people talk shit about Joe Beth I know. That, that it's hard for me. I, you know, I mean, it probably the most classic American male aspect of my personality is like, that really gets to me when people talk shit on my wife, I, you know, um, and she's an elected official. We, this is, it's part of the territory that people are going to say bad shit about you if you're in public office. But like, these are people who are locals, liberals, a lot of them. Um, some of them people who I thought were allies, uh, and I do not think that anymore, and they can take that to the fucking bank, but, like, it's just people coming out of the woodwork to gloat like they won a sporting event, like they won a, like they won a game of one-on-one against Joe Beth somehow. so bizarre. It is, and it's almost exclusively men. I think oh, yeah, the really white significant. Men. Yeah, who I think it's men who hate women for the most part. Like, you may have a partisan opinion on this issue that's different from mine, and that's that is what it is, whatever. But like, 
the way people are going at her is very clearly like they would not talk to Nikki this way because they, this is the same thing at city council. I said this to you before, maybe privately, but like these people won't go after Nikki the same way because they don't want to look racist. (laughs) They won't go after James the same way, partially because James has just played into what, they want consistently down through the last few years. But, but because if they go after him, then they're seen as going after a black man and a gay man. But Joe Beth is a white lady, so they can go all the way in on her. And it's about her appearance, which is by the way, insane to me because she's very good looking. Um, (laughs) Like granted she has short hair and glasses, so I guess maybe that's just insanely unattractive to people, whatever. But, like, if they're going after her because she has glasses, I'll eat my fucking hat. <laughs> I just – I see them that stuff, and I'm like, I know she has really thick skin, but, like, stop being an asshole to my friend is, like, mm-hmm. kind of the way I'm – but right. no one jumping in there will do nothing. Yeah, and the fact that, like – she has not been an asshole about this. I have, and they are welcome to come at me in kind. That's fair. She has not been an asshole about this. She's asked for transparency. She's asked for accountability. She's asked, she's asked questions. She's asked why uh, 160,000 people in Oklahoma City have been left out of the conversation specifically, distinctly, uh, and purposely left out of the conversation that's what that's what she's done that has made these people so angry and it's it it, listen this is not you and i both know this is not about the desire that the people have for economic development Mm -hmm. this is i like my team and you said something that doesn't support my team like just but that the attacks are just awful. I mean, Who is this and guy, that's Eddie? stuff that's public. <laughs> like, you guys are yeah. saying this in a public forum. Do you not have a job? Yeah. Well, let me just, here, you know what? I've got my computer right here. Let me, let me read a couple things people have said. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Beth, hit the road. Wichita sounds like a great fit for you. Yeah, good. Okay, you don't agree with me, leave. That's good. Cry. Somebody said cry. Eddie, I saw that one, yeah. Eddie Radosevich or whatever, he's a radio guy, I guess, or podcast guy. Oh, he's and, been awful. Oh, he's been such a fucking dick. Uh, man, what a piece of shit. I never, I, mean, I don't know anything about the guy except for he's, I don't follow him, you know, I'm following, I don't think he follows me. I've never, I've never listened to him. I know, I recognize his name because he's kind of ubiquitous in sports Twitter in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. And while I don't engage in most sports Twitter in Oklahoma City, a lot of my friends do. And so it just it comes into my timeline here and there. I've never had any feeling about him. Now I do. Now I've got a very yeah. distinct and strong feeling about the guy. And it's that I hope, I hope his life goes very badly after this. I have to assume it's already been going pretty badly. The guy seems really lonely. Um, but, like, yeah, he's been talking shit to her um, just in general – uh, people have been like, oh, cry more. And like, oh, can I get a jar of your tears? And Oh, that was, the, that was what he said. 
Yeah, he said something about that. Somebody said, hope you at least got to ride the bus or your bike to vote today. And it's like, oh, boy, you got us. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Uh, and this is somebody who constantly, because I know this person from Twitter. I don't know who their name because they're a coward. <laughs> but, uh, like, they constantly complain about homelessness and ask her constantly, what are you doing about this? And then they're like, gloating about giving a billion dollars to people who already have a billion dollars. Like, it's insane. But, but yeah, so in the night, in the middle of the night, while we were asleep in our home, somebody came to our apartment and put stickers and mailers and shit all around our front door and on the wall across from our door and, uh, just like obviously targeted harassment and you know did it hurt us no does it make us feel vulnerable yeah yeah it does yeah like mm-hmm. our our address is a matter of public record uh but it's not super easy to get into this building and so that means somebody uh-huh. likely somebody in the building and i think i know who that's another issue for not on the podcast not <laughs> not on the record but uh uh, but somebody knew, and and this person who lives in the building, I don't know their apartment number. Apparently, they know ours, uh, whoever did it. Um, and they came and did this at our home while we were asleep. And some people online are like, oh, no, the horror of stickers out there. No, no, no. Give me your it's address. Pre- give, me, yeah. give me your home address, and we can talk about how scary it is for somebody to just show up at your home in the middle of the night just to fuck with you. If you're cool with that, publish your address. It's just one of those things where it's like, what is this thing? Cool burn. Like, I'm, I don't know. It was just making me feel super icky. Like a lot of people know where I, I mean, most people know where I live, um, including a lot of strangers who drive me around places. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That just makes my skin crawl. Yeah, you know, during after George Floyd was murdered, mm-hmm. uh, and there were uprisings across the country, including here in Oklahoma City. Um, a large demonstration was happening downtown, like in our neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so we went down there to, to bear witness and also to show our support. Yeah, this is, this is a deeply entrenched social problem. I mean, again, I can't speak for Joe Beth. I know I went to support it. We both went to bear witness. The news people were down there and we're interviewing her because she she was there while while we were being like while we were standing there and she was being interviewed a a cop came flying through the crowd in his car and just barely barely avoided hitting a bunch of people terrified mm-hmm. us and in fact storm who <laughs> was interviewing her kind of screamed during it like it was mm-hmm. scary um well we both got death threats after that yeah like so yeah, you know what? I take it a little fucking personally when somebody shows up my door in the middle of the night to fuck with us. I like it. Like, like you know what? There's nothing about this city. There's nothing about this city, this state, the people here that is worth 
our lives being in danger over an opinion. I know. I'm fucking tired of that. Like, like, no good deed goes fucking unpunished. Do people think I was against this because I just don't like fun? (laughs) Like, it's just insane to me. No, I don't, I'm never against something just to be against it. That's insane. I, and, and again, I've been a dick about it to some people. Joe, that hasn't. People just, for some reason, just hate her and want to make her the vessel uh, of, of all of their disappointments. And it's like, yeah, she ain't got that much power. Like, and that you, you can tell by how she doesn't. Yeah. That you don't speak for her regularly. No. Yeah, and yeah, and and like, man, if you're scared of me, that's hilarious. But like, <laughs> talk to me. Don't talk to. I'm, and now people come in. Matt Latham, that piece of shit. I don't even fucking know this guy. I don't know I, who that is. Uh, he's a piece of shit. Local piece of shit. Uh, okay. Uh, he's a lobbyist. He's a. He's a money guy. I think he's part of the venture capital firm that I, he's friends with Dunnington. Um, mm. well, he's like, he's Dunnington's lackey is what even like worse. He's like not, he's not even as good as Dunnington is what a piece of shit he is. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for some, we've never interacted ever. The one matter of fact, I, I take that back one time we interacted one time and it was because I was at elemental and I was walking from one end of the shop to the other, and I happened to look up at the line at the same time he was in line and looked up, and we made eye contact. And I said, hi, Matt, and just kept going. It's the only interaction we've ever had in this life. Not online, not in real life, nothing. That's it. And for some reason, he gets online last night and, and with my name in his mouth. As if, oh, as if this don't had, exist the person who world tagged you in something he tagged me and and now let me just say and me and nick and sean cummings and let me just say like he might have thrown me in there just because he knew it would it it would bother me and it's honestly mission accomplished like Mm -hmm. lumping me with those two guys and saying i take you as seriously as i take these two that that stings a little i'm coming from anybody i i don't give a fuck about this guy on a personal level i if I find out he died in a car crash, I'm not gonna have any reaction at all. I'm not gonna celebrate <laughs> and mourn. I don't care about. I don't. I just strictly don't care. Um, but like, yeah, it was like some kid uh, a few months ago was talking shit on JB, and so I just got in and uh, said some. I don't even remember, but like correcting this kid about it, and they uh, and they said the kid said. I see you as more of a liberal. And I was like, oh, boy, that kid knew exactly the button to push. Like, hats Triggered. off. Triggered. Yeah, hats off. Like, you got me. And so did Matt. Good job, Matt. You got me there uh, by lumping me with those guys. Um, but, like, no, where, where are you coming from? Where, like, I mean, I know he's, like, besties with Whiteley O'Connor from uh, Curbside, and so maybe that has to do with it. Mm. But, like, so you're friends with a guy who ostensibly works to serve homeless people and you're like celebrating spending a billion dollars on anything but social needs? Mm-hmm. Sick burn, dude. Sick fucking burn. 
way to go. I just don't. Whatever, whatever. People want to score points. They want to dunk. I, I expected this. Dunk on me. Score points on me. Leave Joe Beth alone. All that she did was advocate for clarity uh, from a moral point of view. And if that's if that bothers you, maybe you need to inspect that. <laughs> Some introspection. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's just all of the people who say, um, you know, I can care about the thunder and about um, unhoused population, or I'm sure they said homeless people, but, um, right. and it's like, well, okay. Let's see. Yeah. And, yeah. Like a lot of people like Matt's four addresses homeless. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. It addresses updating some public housing. And then a little bit of money for housing. Like this is not it's not comparable. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, we're building a house for billionaires and millionaires. It's not the same thing as addressing homelessness. I like it's and that honestly, I kinda hate that there's anything about homelessness in that maps package because it has, as predicted, become an excuse for the city and mm-hmm. the people mm-hmm. of the city to say, see, we're doing something. We don't have to feel bad about it. Like, it's like, no, then local nonprofits are doing things about it. Absolutely That do not receive math right. money. <laughs> yes. Oh. I don't know why we have to keep correcting people. Nonprofits did not receive maps money. Yeah. And maybe they'll get some of it. Maybe. But, like, when you see shit happening, for, well, for one thing, the mayor, as we talked about last week, the mayor said, well, actually, we've been doing stuff. The community opened this night shelter. No, no, no. That was no public mm. money. That was no public That's money. That's where I get no. triggered. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, don't obfuscate this and don't take credit for something you didn't have anything to do with. Like, that, that was not the city. I mean, the city didn't stop it. The city didn't provide roadblocks to that happening. But they didn't make it happen. They didn't have anything to do with it happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Uh, uh, so I just, it's again, an accessible of hatred. And it's not... I, I got to say, it's not bringing out my best self. It hasn't so far. And today, I've just... You know what? I went to lunch with a friend, and we specifically didn't talk about this, and that was very good. Mm-hmm. Very good for me. Very good for him. Ran into ran into my friends Don and Lindsay, and got to chat with them briefly, and that was that was that warmed my spirit. You know, to see these people who I like and who are just forces for good in our community. Um, and just remember that that's what I'm here for. God, I'm, this is therapy, Lindley. I'm sorry to just make you listen to me, and I'm, I'm not sorry to the audience. They know what this is going to be when they download this episode. I, um, my insurance got all messed up, and so my therapist gave me um, a pro bono session. I was like, people are so mean. And they're not even being mean to me. <laughs> It was like a serious, um, I used the dumb and dumber phrase a lot of our pets' heads are falling off, and that was very much has been my state of mind today. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. I just, I, it's a thing of wonder. 
in the state of politics, I don't know that it's ever been good, but right now it's just so easy to have access to the information and to mm-hmm. ignore the information and to just focus yeah, on messengers instead of message. It just sucks. And, you know, I don't know, somebody who's associated, I think was was or is a board member at OPN, got my mentions on OKC span last night and yeah. talked about me dragging Nick Sam. I haven't done it. I mean, like... Is it- just because we talked about the cameo that that's what I was that's what like, I wanted to know. I wanted her to just say it. Uh, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. Uh, tell me, tell me when I drag them, I'm not above dragging people. I just don't think this is something that happened. And she said, you're definitely not above dragging people and you're blah, blah, blah. And some of your things are hypocritical. And I'm like, okay, but why don't know what you're talking about? And she never answered. And then you know what? I just blocked her. I was like, I'm not going to take this shit from conservatives. Why would I take it from a lib? You know, yeah. like, like, yo, yo, uh, white ladies, leave me alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not in the same lane. Go do your shit and do good stuff. I don't give a fuck, though. Like, like, that, you know... <laughs> When you, I'm glad you took a break from tokenizing some black people that you know. Now, like, well, I don't know why you've got to use that time to come and fuck around with me, but, like, I ain't the one. So leave me alone. So I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, I forget. This is my platform. I don't have to let anybody have any access to this. So I just blocked her. And that's better. That's better because I would have just said mean shit if I went on. Mm-hmm. Like I just did. <laughs> I think I only have like two accounts blocked. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that that's that's it. But I don't receive digital hate mail. Mm. Yeah, Jeff doesn't block people, and I respect people and just use that, that as something else to dunk on her. <laughs> like, yeah, and and honestly, neither of us are sure it's actually legal for her to block. Oh, interesting. Followers, uh, the mayor does it all the time, but the ninth, yes. the ninth circuit has held that that's not uh, not legal. Uh, it's actually going to the Supreme Court, so it's not settled law. Um, but uh, but yeah, she just doesn't do it. Uh, she doesn't my, respond my to friend stuff. Got, yeah, my friend got something. blocked by the mayor yesterday. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah, I did um, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he actually tweeted at me, said, that happened to me too? And I was like, yeah, I know. Colleague, colleague <laughs> told me about it. Um, yeah, he hasn't blocked me. And I <laughs> I have to assume it's just because he knows I would make such a big fucking deal out of it and people would pile on. <laughs> I, that must be it. It would make him look weak and silly uh, publicly if he did. Uh, so he hasn't blocked me, which is kind of fun for me because He's blocked a lot of people who haven't hardly said shit, and I just cyberbully that dude left and right. Um, and those days are not over. <laughs> it's taking a break this week from who? <laughs> um, More pressing things going on. Yeah, like licking my wounds. I'm mean, like, listen, I, I was obviously very much against this proposition, and. In that sense, uh, yeah, I got my ass kicked. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Like, 
my side, if that's how it is, lost. And you know what? I'm just taking the L and moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move you on with my life and try to apply everybody. myself to, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go try to apply myself to other things that I can try to, you know, impact in some way. I can't uh, change that vote. Uh, and obviously I couldn't make that much of a difference influencing how people are going to vote anyway. Um, but, you know, getting back to my work, which is, watching what the local government does and reporting it and pointing out the flaws, getting back to that. And that will include how they handle going into debt to start building this place and where they choose to build it, et cetera. Like I've, I've still got that shit to cover and that's what I'm going to get back to. And where I'm sure everybody's glad. Uh, where I think it'll go, I mean, we don't know. We don't know anything. By the way, except for the minimum price tag. That's all we really know about this. Um, And we also, we all know it's going to be more expensive than that. (laughs) Absolutely going to be more expensive than that. And in fact, I think that the Thunder's contribution uh, probably has already been eaten up by the Chamber's campaign in favor of this vote. (laughs) That's an exaggeration. They didn't spend $50 on the vote. But I bet you they spent a couple of million. Um, anyway, I think it will go I, best, like odds on favorite for where it will go is where now it's Prairie Surf, but was formerly the Cox Convention Center. Oh, yeah. Um, almost. I mean, it's just, it's the most, the most likely place. It's possible they would build it across the street in that giant patch of broken asphalt that's owned by Bob Moore uh, mm-hmm. that the Bob Moore people have been sitting on and holding for ransom for load these many years. Uh, they could finally buy that from him. I, If they're going to do it, uh, let me just throw this in, uh, just being kind of in the middle of all of it and not really liking any side of it, but if they decide to build it there, I hope the city declares it eminent domain and pays rock bottom price for it instead of the high, high, high price tag that's currently on it. Because I think it's bullshit that he's held this major piece of property in downtown hostage and left it an ugly fucking blank and charged a lot of money for people to park in it during Thunder Games. I just, I would love to see that get declared eminent domain and just basically taken from them. It's like, eh, we're not going to play your game. You're, you're you know not what's going to be insufferable? What's going to be insufferable is whenever people start complaining about construction and how it's <laughs> ruining their lives. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, well, that's going to remind you, everyone. It sucks so much to drive down. Don't drive down here. <laughs> Easy solution. Take the fucking bus. Take that streetcar that the rich people wanted so bad. Streetcar to nowhere. I tried to ride it home the other day just uh, just because uh, I wasn't going that far. I was at Myriad. And I went over to the platform and had a seat. And a family came up that were, I don't know, they were just nice. And they had a little kid like, I'm going to say he's probably three, 
maybe four years old, and he came and sat down right by me. And this kid looked exactly like my nephew Joseph, who is not with our family anymore. He was a was a foster that was with us for several years. I mean, like he was he was part of the family. I mean, he was he was with us for years. Um, and then, best case scenario, he was reunited with his siblings and mom, um, and is now a grown up somewhere. I, uh, anyway, uh, it's enough about that, but this little boy looked just like him. And so just really captured my heart immediately. And, um, they asked a question about the train and I said, yeah, I said, this says it'll be two minutes, but it said that for about five minutes so far, (laughs) it's coming at some point. Um, and talked about downtown a little bit, talked about construction and stuff like that. Just, they, uh, they clearly aren't downtown people. They just like, and they said, yeah, we just, we were down here and saw this and thought we'd write it. And it looks good. It's what it's here for. Um, <laughs> uh, had this nice chat with them, got on the train with them and it immediately turned right. And I realized I hadn't looked at what train it was because that's oh. new on the weekend. And one of them just does a loop around through Bricktown and downtown, just that, that Bricktown loop instead of doing the whole route. And so I just wasted all that time waiting for it and then had to get off the train at the next stop and walk back the way I had come on that train and go, <laughs> go home from there. It was just like, man, this is stupid. Oh, I had a meeting that like right after that. And so I didn't even get to come home. I just went to Vanessa house to, to have that meeting. Um, <laughs> I don't have a ridden it. What's that? I haven't ridden it. I can walk places faster oh and i'm blind uh, yeah no it's yeah no it's not it's not faster unless it it's not even necessarily faster then but if it's coming right now when i'm going i'll get on it but like i'm not waiting for that train anywhere if i can't see it from the stop i'm not waiting you'll be able to hear it Uh, yeah it's funny i again living downtown I, I hear it all the time, and it it has worked its way into the just the the rattle and hum of downtown noises, <laughs> you know. Um, but every once in a while at night, I'll hear it blow its whistle or its horn, uh, what? like because somebody's in the way, oh. uh, somebody's parked, you know. Uh, I'll hear that, and I usually don't really think about it, but so the BNSF runs through here, the train runs through downtown and from the south of downtown north to, I forget where, but that has, they, they passed a law to make that a quiet zone. So the train doesn't, isn't allowed to blow its uh, siren without imminent emergency mm-hmm. reasons. Like they don't approaching uh crossings they don't blow the horn anymore like they used to because uh, it's a quiet zone but that doesn't apply to like downtown there is a loud fucking horn on a train that blows a lot uh you know uh often enough that it's noticeable but i just think that's i don't that doesn't bother me i just think it's funny that like people really advocated long and hard to get that quiet zone declared. And, and then we just built a different train to make loud noises. 
<laughs> I have a vent. I need to vent about something regarding Please, downtown. I'm sure people would love to hear something other than me. I get on my bullshit about very few things. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking scooters drive well, me crazy. <laughs> I was in Bricktown uh, a couple weeks ago and um, at night, and I just wanted to become like an old person. It was like, you're out past as they zip by me. Or just, just kick them over like a dominoes. Well, yeah. I, I, no, yeah, that's, I have a lot that's to say not, about that's that. That's I support you. I, I, I want to point out that the scooters, are for use on the street, not the sidewalk. Not the sidewalk. Uh, and people think, well, that's dangerous. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I ride a bike. I don't. I don't feel a lot of empathy for you saying it's dangerous for you to ride a scooter in the street. But also, people will say, yeah, it slows down traffic. Ah, good. Good. <laughs> I'm for everything that impedes traffic. I guess not. A, it's not a reason that you're going to find empathy from me. Um, but I think what drives, what actually bothers me about the scooters, is that people people are just ignorant. I don't, it's not on purpose, but people leave them wherever they are. And That's the, the thing. Yeah, people who aren't sighted or people who yep. use mobility devices, like they they are a hazard for a lot of our neighbors, our community members, and that, just like parking in a driveway and blocking the sidewalk, that shit will drive me batty. We'll get, get on my bullshit about that as well. Absolutely. Well, I'm with you. I, um, I, I of course, am on my bullshit about a lot of things uh, <laughs> all the time. Or, like, shops who put up their little sandwich board right in the middle of the sidewalk, and I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. This is, let's think about being ADA compliant here. There's one downtown, I think it's, I'm going to say it's in front of Flint, uh, that they put actually in the bike lane. Uh, oh. Yeah. And it's like, and the city, I think, I, I could be wrong, it might not be in front of Flint. I shouldn't say that when I don't know, since that's a local business, that I don't want to denigrate them un- unnecessarily, but uh yeah, a friend of mine has reported it a couple of times. She's asked them, hey, this is a bike lane. Would you get this out of the way? And uh, they haven't. Um, and uh, and she's reported it to the city, and they just dismissed it, just just no traction whatsoever. Um, another friend who reported a neighbor who has consistently been parking their large white truck in their oh, driveway. Complete, they're fucking everywhere. But yeah, it completely blocks the sidewalk. And the city said, well, uh, the sidewalk ends at the edge of the driveway and starts at the other edge of the driveway. Now, I don't think that's true. I think you're just kowtowing to somebody who's who has the money to have that size of new truck and own a home in Deep Deuce. That's what I think you're saying. <laughs> There's this sandwich board on a shop that I walk by um, in the plaza on 16th, and I just get – I've gotten completely passive-aggressive, and I just move the sign every time I walk by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that I'm sure that business owner listens to this podcast, and they will probably remedy that now that they know. With our huge listener base, all 40 people. This one, this is going to have a very low listenership. Yeah. I and mean, I can tell you that right now. And it's my fault because it started with, uh, it just I spent 30 plus minutes just complaining about how people are treating my wife. <laughs> Yeah, it's are. more than that, but that's what it sounds like. Uh, that's yeah. People are gonna be like, eh, we we know what Len and Marty are talking about. Like we can we can skip this. Uh, one. Can we skip this one. Yeah, that's fine. I I don't blame anybody for that. Um, I should apologize to you for subjecting you to it. Um, this probably should have been a twenty minute episode, but I just I just well, I, I, nobody pays rent to live in my head, but there are definitely things in there that I don't want uh, that I wish I could collect rent for. Mm-hmm. Anyway. God damn it. Well, uh, I get to go hang out with my niece tomorrow. That's great. You're Super excited. baby this weekend. That's cool. I do. Oh. Um, and a baby that's to, not mine, I can just leave. That's right. I get to officiate a wedding. That's going to be something really joyful in my life. Oh, awesome. This weekend, uh, two very great friends of mine that I love very much are getting married, and they have honored me with allowing me to officiate their wedding. Um, And we are mixing uh, a few traditions. I won't specify because nobody's business but ours, but, like, it feels really meaningful and good. It's a really a really bright spot in my life and I, I love them very much and I'm so grateful that I get to to play a, a role in their story, you know? I love weddings. Like, these people can be complete strangers and just someone's guest and I'll be like crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. happy for you guys. Yeah, I love people being able to experience joy. I'm not, I'm not very good at it personally. Um, I'm a drug addict. I can't access joy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, but yeah, I, I definitely, same. Like, I, it's one of the few things I get super sentimental about. That's It's one of the few traditional things I get sentimental about. I mean, um, like, I like to dance. I hope the food's good. I get a free meal. There's a lot of love going on. Like, what's not to, I, when I, people tell me they don't like weddings, I'm like, who hurt you? My ex you know. <laughs> there was definitely a long time after I got divorced. I was like, yeah, I don't want to come to anybody's wedding. Don't, no, I don't I'm not coming. Um, and even before that, there was a long time. I was like, no, I don't care. I don't care about it. Uh, but I've, I've gotten over that. I, I do think, though, that if you invite me to your wedding and I'm not able to go, you should not have any feelings about that one way or the other. Like, <laughs> like I, like the success of your marriage should not depend on should me not being there unless I'm getting married to you. Um, so I like, don't rely on me to be at that. And, uh, and honestly, when it's happening, you're going to be too, br- too busy to notice if I'm there or not anyway. So uh, yeah, love weddings, hate bachelorette parties. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I will never, just not go. Yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't get them. I my bachelor party was uh, my uh, the first time I got married, and my bachelor party was just my fiance and I 
hanging out at a friend's house with a couple of other friends and smoke some weed and drink <laughs> beers. Like, uh, there might even have been a football game on. I, you know, I, I don't really recall. But, uh, yeah, I don't, like, man, people really do that, go to strip clubs and stuff, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, well, two last bachelor, bachelorette parties I went to were in Vegas, and after that I had self, like, banned myself from Vegas. I don't do – Vegas is not a place for someone who – is a recovering drug addict. <laughs> like it's not right. a good place. No, that's kind of my thinking about it. Like, I don't, I don't gamble. I'm not interested in it. I don't like loud noises or crowds, and I don't drink. So, not really any reason for me to go there. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. The last I, time I was in a club. A club. I mean, I'm a lot of fun. But I, <laughs> sure, you might have to remind me what I did the night before, and I might have to apologize. <laughs> I'd rather not be reminded. Thank you. That's, that's uh, true. <laughs> my brain protected me by forgetting the whole thing, so let's just move on and delete the pictures. Lindley Fay, this has been almost an hour of kind of unpleasantness. I'm glad to get it out of my system. I'm sorry that you had to be present for it. You know, you know, we have to debrief, and now we can just exhale. And everyone, be nice to each other. Yeah, be kind. Geez. Yeah. Or just shut up, at least. You know, always remember. Say nothing. Yeah, and I need to remind myself of that constantly, too. I am not, not, uh, I'm not ignoring the mirror that I'm having to look at. <laughs> it's like, like, there is always the option of shutting the fuck up. Logging off. <laughs> yeah. And that's my plan for this afternoon. I have a lot of Good. notifications on my computer, and I'm going to shut that computer and turn on a movie where shit blows up and superheroes fix things. Sounds great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, it's been real. Uh, it's been real, that's for sure. It hasn't been fun, but uh, I appreciate you as always. And Lindley, and I if anybody made it you. this far into the episode, I appreciate you listening. And we both appreciate, uh, well, I can't really speak for Lindley, but I think she also appreciates the fact that you support this effort by listening. Um, it's true. I do. Well, enjoy your trip. Uh, enjoy the baby. And I'll talk to you when enjoy you get back. Um, okay. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.